Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Do you want to explain what that music is playing? It's different for December. Yes, it is. That is a uh, an album that I produced a few years ago for a client, and it was uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, my whole music world has been Christian pop and country music. Right. So this was like jazz and. It so was fun. Really, really challenging, but it was really, really fun to do something different. And um, so, yeah, I thought we would, you know, that's. I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Something different. Yeah. So, what are we talking about? Well, the countdown is on. You got know. all my gifts ready? Have I? Yeah. Um, you do all the Christmas shopping, right? Uh, well, <clears throat> uh, um, let's just say that your presence are either ready or mm-hmm. they're on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, the exact status uh, is not in my department. Right. Um, why don't you tell the listeners when you like to shop for a mom's present? Um, the, I have found, you know, in the last 40 years of shopping for your mom, <laughs> that the, <laughs> uh, you can get some really good deals on Christmas Eve. At CVS Pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's the truth. <laughs> I I will say I have not every year, but I have had to go in CVS looking for some kind of something that she oh wanted. Oh my gosh, he waits every year till Christmas Eve. Now it's like a game, like it's part of it for him is to wait until Christmas Eve and get her something. I don't know. Yeah, and, and do... then there's the years that that we you and your mom, like me and your mom, would say. Okay, we're not getting yeah, but each she other. She doesn't follow that. I know. I'm like, okay, are you serious? Like, does that really mean we're not getting each other? Because I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. yeah, there's no reason to. We buy stuff that we want and all year long. So there's no reason to do gifts. And I said, okay. And then you guys come over and all the kids are over. Christmas and, morning, she'll bring out that And then one I get like, like four guitar. presents. <laughs> yeah, the one year she got me a 12-string guitar. I was like, <laughs> what happened to no gifts? Oh my gosh. So, she can't help herself. I know. Well, um I wanted to ask you about any gifts as a kid that you really wanted or cuz I have my story. It's it's weird. It's weird. I don't know if it's cuz I'm I'm getting older or what, but I can't remember. Mo- mostly of what I remember are the, the the big presents are from pictures. Yeah. Um I do have a picture of one one Christmas, I got a a new bicycle, and it had the banana seat mm-hmm. and what we call the sissy bar. Oh. It was like a it was like a the bar that you bolted onto the back axle, and then it went up and connected to the seat. But then it went way up above your head in the back. Oh, and then the handlebars were like mustache handlebars. The handlebars they were really high, and mm-hmm. and I have a picture of me in the golly first second grade when it was and i'm standing on the seats out in front of the house <laughs> on the sidewalk but i remember that but i think the one that that i that we still laugh about is the year i wanted a fire engine from the texaco gas stations <laughs> and like i'm old enough to remember i don't think you are but texaco gas stations mm-hmm <laughs> When you pulled up, the guys would, a whole crew of employees would run out. One would find out how much gas you wanted and 
start the gas pumping. That's so funny. One guy would lift the hood. One guy would wash your windshield. The other the guy under the hood would check your oil. And they did it like NASCAR teams. Yeah. I mean, just as fast as you could go. And funny. I remember as a little kid, like watching these guys run by the car, you know. <laughs> but I saw in the in 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 the window at the Texaco gas station, they had this fire engine, Texaco fire engine, and I would look at that thing and I would ask Dad, like, while well, you know, all this is going on, you know, we're getting gas, like, can I go look at that thing? And he's like, yeah. And it had a it had a ladder on it that would actually extend. Yeah. And it had a thing where you could hook a hose. Oh. To it, and then it had like a, a fire yeah. hose with real water. Uh huh. And uh, you're not supposed to squirt your sister with those. Right. I found out the hard mm-hmm. way, but um, so I waited all year. Like that's the that was like the big thing I wanted. You know, yeah. I had a bicycle. I had a glove. I had a football, you know, I had a basketball, all those normal American kid yeah. stuff. And I wanted this fire engine. And Christmas morning, got up, ran in the living room, which is really the only time you could go in the living room because mom had the <laughs> the plastic on the on yep. the furniture, you know. So so I get up Christmas morning and I go and there under the tree is my Texaco fire engine. Yes. With the extension ladder. And it was like <laughs> the gift of the year. Yeah. And we had this tradition. We, I guess we were old enough already that mom and dad were wanting us to have Christmas morning at our house. Yeah. And so we had already made the switch like we have now that the grandparents would come to our house later on that morning. Mm-hmm. And I remember my, like my my granddad and and grandmom came over, and I was like wanting him to like I want him to, to see this truck, you know. And he's, I was like, look, I got this Texaco fire engine truck, and he's like, man, that's great. And uh, I said, what what did you get? And so he says, well, you know, back when I was a boy, we were really poor. He said, I I remember I I, I got an orange. And I, I looked up at him and I said, an orange what? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, oh my an orange. Uh-huh. And I was like, your parents gave you an orange for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, it was, oh, that, that, so that, that was a story that is still around today. And just, I couldn't believe somebody would like give, somebody who said they loved him would give him an orange, but that's all they had. Yeah. They, sometimes they would get walnuts or something in them, you know. Right. Yeah, so that was, man, the Texaco fire engine was a big one. So how about you? Like, what was, what's what's your... Uh... Well, I just, I don't know that it's necessarily, I well, okay. This has just become a traditional story we tell around Christmas time. The year was, I don't know, 1998. I could probably Google what year this toy was popular, but for all my millennials out there... I desperately needed, not wanted, I needed a Furby. A Furby? And I know there's people out there listening that remember this. The Furby was the it toy. You had to have a Furby or you weren't nothing. (laughs) All I wanted for Christmas, the top of my list, Furby. And you couldn't find them. They were completely sold out everywhere. And so, well, why don't you tell the, the... your side of well, Christmas Eve. Me and your mom were, I mean, we were, we were panicking because that is the only thing you were expecting. Yeah. We could have had a, 50 other gifts with your name on them and it wouldn't have mattered if <laughs> there was, was no the only thing I wanted. 
I want oh a Furby. And we had we had gone all over the city, other cities, the towns. We had yeah. no Furbies. No, I don't know when we're getting them in. Check back Tuesday. Check back Thursday. Mm-hmm. We're like, what are we going to do? And they they weren't like crazy expensive, right? No. It was like twenty a twenty dollar little Yeah. Okay. It so was it just wasn't like a they big were in, extravagant. No, they were just in high demand. And one of our friends that lived a half hour away in normal, like normal interstate. Mm-hmm. On she, Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve, she said she called and she said, I was at so and so and they had Furbies and I bought one for Haley. And I was like, I'm on my way. And it had snowed and iced. And the I mean, it was like a white oh. Christmas, which was awesome until you have to go somewhere. Yeah. And I said, I'm on my way. I'm going to try to make it. And she's like, are you sure? I'm like, yep, I'm on my way. Do not, don't go anywhere. I'm coming to yeah. get that Furby, you know. <laughs> and Which you were probably like, what the heck is this I didn't thing? even know what it was. I mean, she, <laughs> She could have handed me a ceramic kettle, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a Furby. <laughs> so, so I didn't even know. Oh, I'm my like, gosh. So I take oh. off, and that's snow and ice. Everything is solid ice. It's snowing to beat the band. You're driving from Franklin to Nashville. Yeah, it's a half-hour drive normally. It took me, it was a, it was a two and a half hour trip oh my gosh. to get from our house. I mean, I'm on the interstate. Everybody's going yeah. five miles an hour and it took me two and a half hours to get to her house, get the Furby, actually see it and find out what it was and then get back. But yep, we, uh, Christmas morning, it was there and I was like, man. Okay. Now the reason this story has become so popular is because. A few years back, well, no, that's probably been a decade. We went to Gma's house at mm. Christmas, and we got out all the photo albums like we always do. And there was pictures from this Christmas, the year of the Furby, the year of our Lord. <laughs> and it was there's this picture of me the next morning. Now I, in reality, I was very excited for this Furby and. Loved it. I mean, it was terrifying. I remember having to lock it in my closet at night because it would talk. But um, <laughs> I was super excited for it. But there's this picture of me that Gma took, I guess, because I had never seen it. So it wasn't in with all of our family pictures. It was at Gma's. And there's this picture. I'm sitting in front of the tree. I have my Christmas robe on. And I'm holding the Furby. And it... It looks like I'm like rolling my eyes. I look so annoyed or just like not interested or happy at all. And it became like this <laughs> funny family thing. And so now I post it on Facebook every year. Oh, you do? Yes. This picture of me with the Furby. And people have made ornaments. I made an ornament to, of it to take to Bunko one year when they were doing an ornament swap. And my friend got it. And she hangs it on her tree every year. It's a picture <laughs> of me holding this Furby with like a look of disgust on my face. But it is so funny. <laughs> and, and it's just so funny to look at the picture and then... To know the story of like, I drove in the ice and snow on Christmas Eve to get you this stupid toy. Maybe that picture was taken right after baby Jesus' birthday cake or something. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh. Oh man. Yeah. I, 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 uh, 
I had to go on a on a trek to get that. <laughs> and it's it's literally I, I, I coming home. I thought, man, I hope this is what it is because the whole <laughs> world was looking for them. I know. I'll have to look up exactly what year that was, but I think I was like close to Emery's age, probably like maybe eight, eight, nine, or ten, somewhere in there. Yeah, and it's but it was like a big. It reminded um, me of the the movie The Gremlins. Gremlins, yeah, it looks like it. But it was like one of the first little electronic things that would. It talk. could talk, and you could like teach it. But the thing was, you didn't know what language it was going to speak. Like they were all different, and like they were all different looking, like. It wasn't like, oh, it's a gray toy or whatever. It was like they all had different colored hair and patterns. And then you didn't know what language it would speak. And so, like, my friend had one that spoke Spanish. And then another friend had one that was like, it was just like Furby language. Like, it wasn't. But, like, you could teach it how to talk. I don't know. But it would. It would start talking in the middle of the night and stuff. And, and its nope. eyes were, like, animatronic. They would open. and Nope. Look nope. around and oh my gosh, it's not so in my room. Funny. Nope, I really did lock it in the closet. But. Oh gosh, that is so funny. Oh, good times, good times. So, do you have a favorite? We talked about favorite Christmas songs and music. Mm-hmm. So, do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Yeah, I think we mentioned it, but I I do. It's like if I could only watch two Christmas movies. Oh, wow. Between Thanksgiving... I mean, gosh, there's so many great ones. I know. I have a whole list. (laughs) But if I could only pick two, it would have to be Christmas Vacation. Yes, of course. Are you serious, Clark? (laughs) And Elf. Yes. But now a new one that's moving way up in in my ranks of top Christmas movies is is Four Christmas. Oh, my gosh. It's... (laughs) so funny it's so funny and tim mcgraw is in that I movie know. oh man dude. vince vaughn and reese witherspoon yes both their parents are divorced and remarried and they go to all four of the christmases yeah because they've been they've been telling the family for years every christmas they're going to do they go on vacation yeah vacation or they're doing mission work or something yeah and this year it's canceled. All the flights are canceled and they end up on the news because of it. And so their families find out that they're not really going anywhere. So they have to go to four different Christmas events. And it is so funny. You know, I, I watch those and it is hilarious. But I like we our family has never had like drama and tension and, yeah. and all that. But I mean, I, I know there's families that are because... You know, we have neighbors and friends like, we hate the holidays because we have to go. And we've got the uncle that, you know, every conversation becomes politics or religion. Mm -hmm. And he just ruins it for everybody. It's like, we just don't have that. It's It's funny to watch, though. Yeah, man. It's like, I I love that movie. It's so funny. Okay, do you want to hear my list? Because I have a a very specific. So So mine's Christmas Vacation, Elf, and Four Christmases. Okay. So, I am very serious about my Christmas movies. Uh, all of yours that you said mm-hmm. now, but my top favorite movie, and this is probably, if you ask me like what your favorite movie is, I would probably say this, even though it's a Christmas movie, but it's definitely my favorite Christmas movie. Is It's called The Family Stone, 
It's so good. If you haven't watched it, please go watch it. I fight with all of my friends because I only have like two friends that actually like this movie and everybody else says it's a terrible movie and it's so good. Okay. Is it sad? Yes. No, no boo. Well, it's sad at the end, but the rest of the movie is so good and so So it's a Christmas movie and what? Somebody gets killed in a car wreck or something? No. So who's in the movie? Okay. Diane Keaton and Craig T. Nelson are the parents Mm -hmm. and the premise of the movie is they're like... The parents <laughs> and all their grown, like adult kids, are coming home for Christmas, and there's five kids. So it's each of them coming home to their parents' house for Christmas, and all, you know, all the different personalities, and it just it cracks me up. But the oldest son is coming, and he's he's bringing his girlfriend, and he he's going to ask his mom for her ring, the stone, the family stone, um, to propose to her. Okay. Uh, and their name is also, their last name is also Stone. But anyways, so that's the whole thing. But the whole premise is that nobody likes her and she's like this uptight girl. And so she comes in and she's thrown into this chaos and it gets so bad that she ends up having to call her sister to come stay. And so then her sister gets brought in and the brothers fight. It's just so funny and it's chaotic and I love it. But then there's just like this, I don't know, it's really sweet too and... I I don't know I love it but there's this one scene where the two two of the brothers start fighting with each other and they're chasing each other around the couches and running through the kitchen and the food spills everywhere and it's my favorite scene of any movie of all time because it just makes me think of Hunter and Hayden they can still <laughs> get each other riled up and fight and there was literally a Christmas not too long ago where they were chasing each other around mom's couch and their two wives are sitting there just like rolling their <laughs> eyes like, oh my gosh. So it just kills me every time. But the ending is really sweet and sad and sentimental. And anyways, but that's like my top favorite movie. I love Elf. I love Christmas Vacation. The Santa Claus. Have yes. to watch it every year. The Santa it's Claus. It's so good. So there's a bunch like that. And Okay, what about The Christmas Story? No, I hate that movie. <laughs> And my father-in-law, if you're listening, <laughs> I love you. But they tease me because any Christmas we're out there, they have it on TBS or whatever, plays it for 24 hours straight, and that's Josh and his dad love I this love movie. That movie. And I'm like, can we turn on something else? <laughs> I can't handle it. I I remember as a kid not liking it. Like I just. It's not my thing, and <laughs> I will watch it for Josh and for my father-in-law, but I, I just can't do it. I just don't oh like it. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. I don't know. I, I kind of wonder if it's because it's more of, like, a boy movie, like the main character. Well, and it's in the 40s. Well, yeah, 50s. but, like, as a kid watching it, I think I was like, this is a boy movie. You know, like, I never, I don't know. I didn't never, I just never got into it, so then I didn't like it as an adult either, and it's just... Yeah, I Not remember Ovaltine. Yes. Drink your <laughs> You get the code, the secret code, and then you get the code, and it was something stupid like that. Yeah. Drink drink more o- yeah. Ovaltine. It's like, <laughs> what? So oh, funny. Oh, man. Yeah, and we didn't really grow up watching, like, the classics. So last year, Josh and I watched It's a Wonderful Life. I had never seen it. Black and white or yes, color? we watched black it and black white. and white. And it was so good. But it's just not, like, I didn't grow up watching that, so I hadn't really, I mean, I obviously knew what it was. It's such, like, a popular thing, but I love Christmas movies. I love that it's, like, you only watch it at that time. Like, I don't like to watch it 
uh, like Christmas movies during the year at all. Like I'm no. not, I'm not doing that. But so there's something I don't know. There's some magic in that too. That it's like, oh, it's time to watch these movies. Like, <laughs> well, okay. So we said we were gonna do Christmas, a uh, Brent Lamb Christmas song every week. Mm-hmm. And this week is my favorite Brent Lamb Christmas song. It is "Kin to a King." I yep. love this song. Me too. It's such a good song. I think everybody needs to know this song. Well, when I when I wrote it, you know, when I think about all the songs, you know, which there are, gosh, thousands, I guess. Like, what's your favorite song you ever wrote? This might be up there. May mm. it might be number one. I don't know. Maybe it's in the top three. It's so good. And of course, the ones I've always written that I love the most. Not really anything happened with them. <laughs> Yeah, this one though, I feel like everybody's gonna like it. And again, this is another podcast exclusive. Yep. Okay, man, we're getting all exclusive. I know. So, well, the funny thing about this song is the times you have performed it, Mm -hmm. you give a disclaimer. Yes, very clearly and very upfront, deliberate. I say, I wrote this story. This is a story I made up. Right. And this. It's totally fictional. I didn't, this didn't happen to anybody that I know, and it surely didn't happen to me, but this is a story. So I tell the story, you know, where my dad took me Christmas Eve to see the Christmas play. It's not really. No. It's just a song. It's just a fictional story song. And and I would say, this didn't happen to me. This is fictional. Right. And then I would sing the song, and I can't tell you, every place would come up to me afterwards and go, that is the greatest story that your dad took you in the snow <laughs> to the church, to the Christian church, to see the Christmas play, and you realize you needed a Savior. And I'm like, no, what were you yeah. doing in the intro <laughs> of this song? Or, yeah, I can't believe that's the sweetest story of how you got saved. Like, they'll probably make a movie about it one Lord. day. I can't believe that's how you came to know the Lord. And you're like... No, no, this is no. not and it about me. It hardly ever snows in Nashville. I mean, <laughs> oh, it was so funny though. But it's still, it's just, it's, it is. It's one of my favorites, and I love story songs anyway. And I'm excited for everybody to hear this song. This is your favorite. It's my favorite. It's called "Kin to a King." You wrote it. When? Did, what year do you think you wrote it? Nineties. Uh, I wrote that in the late nineties. Okay, it's so good. Right, Turn it up. And just remember, as you're listening and you're enjoying this, this story I made up, it's <laughs> not real. <laughs> I know, but it feels real. All right, so if you would please hit that subscribe button and you'll get notifications every time we post a new episode, which is every Monday. And if you'd like to email us, that is brentlandpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Instagram, brentlandpodcast, Facebook, brentlandmusic. You can write us on any of those platforms and tell us anything you want us to know or talk about or share or anything like that. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. Yeah. We hope you have a wonderful week and a merry, merry Christmas. And we'll see you next week. All right. Love you. Love you. I was born the son of a common man. Down on Hard Times Avenue Never looked forward to Christmas The way that most children do There was nobody famous Nobody wealthy Nowhere
One Christmas Eve, my dad proved to me we were royalty. He said, Come on, let's go for a walk in the snow down to the first Christian church. He had a seat saved for me to make sure I could see the story about Jesus' birth. choir sang a hymn and everyone there bowed their heads something felt strange that I couldn't explain and that's when the preacher said please won't you come to the Savior and I was too young to know what that meant with the faith of a child I slipped down the aisle Straight for that stable I went My heart was tender The night I surrendered To the babe at the manger scene Tears filled my eyes When I realized I was kin to a king I belonged to the king Now it's been quite a while since I was a child Watching my first Christmas play Now I'm a man and I understand And I'm thankful for that first Christmas day Though we've never met, I'd be willing to bet But somebody here doesn't know that it's more than a manger with shepherds and strangers it's Jesus that you need to know so please won't you come to the Savior now that you know what it means you can ask him inside and you realize that you're kin to a king To the babe at the manger scene Tears still fill my eyes When I realize That I'm kin to a king I belong